Hello and welcome to Dinner Party Small Talk. I'm Matt. Nissa. And I'm eating a donut. You are eating a donut. You yeah. were feeling kind of sleepy and now you're eating a donut. There's magic powers to keep me awake. <laughs> There's nothing worse than someone eating on a podcast. It's just like gross and horrible and chewing noises. Keep talking while I finish up. Oh, God. Um, look. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> you really shoved that whole thing just right in your mouth right before you had to speak. <laughs> that is what she said. I'm back. Um, I really, I really picked the worst moment to put that down. You really that, did. did. So look, um, we've got a pretty big show coming up today. But before we get into anything, yes, um, there's two things that I wanted to address. Now, first, uh, I wanted to say we've got a lot of feedback uh, email-wise from yes. the last episode. Lots of feedback. Um, particularly one email caught my attention more than anything else. And it's from Chundalover92. Chundalover92. Now, he sent me an email saying that uh, I mentioned Kanye sent us an, a, a, a headshot. Yes. Uh, last a week. A giant headshot. And that it was A5. And he... Boy- <coughs> Donut, and he pointed out <laughs> <laughs> he pointed out that A5 is actually smaller than the traditional A4, uh, and he's correct. Oh. I meant A2. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Chandelover92. You fuck. Um, <laughs> like he couldn't have just assumed we were saying it was giant. Obviously, we meant the other thing. You're a piece of shit, and I hate you. Go away. Don't ever email us again. Yeah. Stop listening. Secondly, uh, I, I need. I feel like I need to make an apology. Okay. Yes. Um, so, uh, in regards to Candy Crush, the, the <coughs> I'm joking. The donut was cursed. <laughs> in regards to uh, Candy Crush, the guest that we had on at the end of last episode. Yes. Um, I realise in retrospect, and now that a few people have said things to me, thank you, Chandelover92, um, that I may have come off sounding like. I didn't like Candy Crush because of her profession, as in... Yeah, that did sort of come across. Intimate professional. Now, I wanted to say that uh, I realised my transgression, and I apologise. I didn't intend it to be like that. Um, I, I was... I, I did find it a little bit confronting, because I didn't expect it, and I, 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 I'd never met someone in that profession before, but I apologise for coming off and sounding like... Uh, I disliked her because of her career. That was not the case. All right. Well, you know, I, I appreciate your apology. I really do. But after the volume of emails that we've gotten and just how offended people seem to be, I ugh, I actually have kind of something I have to tell you. It's kind of awkward. What? I have to replace you. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, I, I have to replace you. You're you're too unpopular. People hate you now. Replace me with who? Well, I I have a new mat. What? I mean, I I have actually a couple of new mats, but in this case, I, I have one in particular who I think's gonna probably just do better with the viewers than you've done. Oh, here he comes. Hey. Are Hi, new you, mat. Are you fucking kidding me? No? Sorry, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, time to go. 
Yeah, you've just, you've really, you've brought too much ire down on the podcast. Like, we can't survive this. We're a new podcast, and we can't survive this much vitriol. Are you fucking kidding me? No. I, who the fuck is this piece of shit? Well, it's you. Well, But, I, you know, not offensive, or hopefully less offensive. Yep. Sorry, mate. That's the way it's got to go. Um, so, if you could get up out of my chair... This is my fucking no, chair. No, it's actually his chair now. No, it's my fucking chair. It's you not can't... your chair. Get Get your fucking hands off me. Do you know who uh, I am? I am Matthew fucking Graham. You're the old... Get... Come on, buddy. It's... All right. Let's take... Jesus is getting a bit rough. I will fuck you in the ass. That'd be weird. Do you think that's just basically masturbation? <sighs> Hi, new Matt. Hello. Thank you so much for escorting old Matt out. That was... That was rough. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he had some anger issues. Yeah. Kind of this, like, seething thing under the surface the whole time that just started to come out, and it was just making everything uncomfortable for everyone. Did you see the way he looked at me when he said he would fuck me in the ass? Yeah, it was, it was intense. I feel like he actually would fuck you in the ass. It's kind of creepy. So, anyway, welcome to the show, new Hello! Matt. Yeah, thank you so much for um, having me. I'm very glad to be here. Old Matt has left some notes, okay. so I'll just give those to you so that you know what we're doing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I believe you have all of Old Matt's memories? Uh, most of them, Most yes, of them? So yes. you've got most of his memories, similar opinions? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Pretty much exactly know. the same. Yeah, you're just, yeah. you don't hate prostitutes. No, no I don't. Excellent. That's all we needed. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, so, up next we have, let me consult my notes, Nostalgia Killer. Yes, we do. Uh, could you explain to me what this is about? Yes, so Nostalgia Killer is basically where we watch movies that were beloved in our youth. Yes. And then we take the veil of nostalgia and we kill it. Of course, So yes. basically we see whether they're worth re-watching or not worth re-watching now that nostalgia is no longer a factor. Excellent, excellent. So what movies have, have, have you watched today? Well, have you watched four today is what I mean to say. Um, well, I have watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Me too. That's so great. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. I also, on the request of a listener, yes. have watched Space Jam. Sp I watched that like two days ago. I watched it two days ago. Alright. This let's... is, oh, let's get into this it. This is excellent. Okay. Nostalgia Killer. Nostalgia. 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 Killer. So, uh, first, uh, we, I suppose, we watched yeah. um, Space Jam. Yes. The, the classic 90s basketball film with Michael Such Jordan at the helm. I feel like I should just say, before we get into it, just to totally, you know, to not, to let my bias out quickly, the, the first man that I ever remember being like, ooh, he's attractive, was Michael Jordan as a very young woman. Yes. So, I don't, you know, in case you think that's going to cloud my vision, but I don't think it will at this point, but All right. possibly when I was younger, when I watched it, I was just like, he's so handsome. Well, this was a children's film, so hopefully it didn't sexualize him too much. No. <laughs> Those Hanes commercials, though, ooh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I actually have no idea what you're talking about. They didn't air in this country. Different countries. <laughs> um, so, Space Jam... I felt was surprisingly fucking awesome <laughs> for a kid's film. I, I reckon it holds up. It does. It's it's still really funny. It's it's classic Looney Tunes, so it is the spirit of Looney Tunes. Yes. Who Even though Chuck, Chuck Jones. Jones was like, that's not the Looney Tunes, but he kind of just sounded like an angry old man. Yeah, and he was... <laughs> he, 
Chuck Jones had a lot of really sort of like niggly things to say yeah. about how just the characters wouldn't do this and, and wouldn't do that. And now Bugs Bunny wouldn't need anyone's help, not the other Looney Tunes and, and not Michael Jordan. And we they, he would have fixed it in five minutes. And it's like, dude, that's not a movie. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not fun to watch either. It's like, yeah. Um, the conflict is, is you know, what this the film is about. That's yeah. where the drama comes so from. So it's... I mean, and the stuff with all the other basketball players is really funny. Yeah. Well, okay. Can we before we get into the, okay. into the details? Yes. Can we can we give a brief synopsis of, of Space Jam as to people who may not remember? All right. What it's so about. it's a fictionalized account in the real world of Michael Jordan's first quitting basketball to do baseball. Yes. And then in the Looney Tunes world, basically there are these aliens on a different planet, and the guy wants to get the Looney Tunes, so more people come to his theme park. Because his planet is basically a theme park, and he runs it, uh, and yes. it's not doing so well, so he tries to get the Looney Tunes in, um, and yeah, so they 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 travel to the uh, the Looney Tunes planet, which is apparently just under, under Earth? Earth, just just um, a couple few feet down Looney Tunes world, and uh, and basically enslaves them. Uh, so the Looney Tunes. Convince them. Convince them that one of the rules was that they had to give them a chance yeah. to kind of fight back yeah. or to fight for their freedom. And they look at these little aliens and they're tiny and they're like, "We'll play basketball." And then the aliens that. steal the power from all the top players, like Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley and, and Muggsy Bogues and all that kind of stuff. All the people that, it's if amazing. you traded cards like I did in the nineties, uh, you would they, recognize. Yeah. Um, and then they become giant and amazing, and the Looney Tunes are like, we don't even know how to play basketball. So they go and grab Michael when he's playing a golf game yeah. and get him to be on the And team. all his best friends see him get sucked down the hole and just abandon him. I mean, in this world, his best friends are Bill Murray, Larry Bird, and Wayne Newton playing his assistant. Wayne Knight. Wayne, Wayne Knight. Knight, Wayne yeah. Newton. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and Bill Murray and Larry Bird are like, ah, he'll be okay. Yeah. And they just wander off. <laughs> yeah, um... So that's the basic premise yeah. for the film. And so then they, they have a big basketball battle. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah, it's he awesome. He teaches them how to play basketball. Yeah. Um, and to believe in themselves. Yes. And I think, <laughs> first and foremost, we should address Michael Jordan's performance. performance. So, because you expressed that you were quite concerned. I, I, I couldn't remember <laughs> this film barely at all. I could remember a few images, but not, yeah. nothing quality-wise. And also, I watched it when I was a child. So I, like, I had actually watched it a couple years ago. Yeah. But I, I was I was expecting him to be absolutely fucking atrocious the yeah. whole time. And his very first scene, it's a fake press conference. Yes. And he's believable. You he's, believe it in yeah. the press I know that's not very setting the bar very high, but I was like, all right. Some people can't even play themselves. Yeah. Like, if we're being honest, some people are really awful. I was like, all right. He didn't blow it. And then it went on and on and on. And it was, you know, it started to go, the story started to go, the story which I felt was very competent, interestingly, mm. for... I mean, it has some, you know, it's it's a children's film, and so it it's is got like there's things. a there's a sense of like lunacy and ridiculousness to it, but it is a Looney Tunes movie. Yeah, but it, it sort of it goes into sort of how Michael is sort of, everyone fawns over him and in mm. his baseball, and it's very it's self deprecating in a respectful way. Yeah, funnily enough, um, of how yeah, like he's not that great at baseball, but everyone tells <laughs> him he's awesome because he's Michael Jordan. Of course, you know, uh, and so he just plays himself. Basically being fawned over, and you can see yeah. that he's, he's getting he's tired of the crawl. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he was actually quite good. I mean, in the moments mm. where it had required a little bit more emotion from him, higher drama, you've got to keep in mind he was acting against a green screen or yes. whatever with characters that aren't actually there. Yeah, they would have just been like, Michael, look over here, because it wasn't even like it was a yeah. motion cap. Like, he had nothing to look at. It was sort of like... 
uh, all right, it's not it's not quite as yeah. believable here. And there were some weird editing choices where it would just be a random close-up on his face making an expression that you were like, that's just weird. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, let's look at Michael exp- reacting to this in, you know, world that doesn't yeah. exist. And it, those moments were a little off, but in general, he reacted pretty well to the whole... Mm. To the, he, he got the vibe of, of, of what he was doing, yeah. that it was a Looney Tunes thing, and... He was he was in sync with it the whole time, and I actually felt that for at least the first three quarters of the film, he was one of the strongest parts, which I yeah. expected him to be the weakest, which is really yeah. Funny. But no, he was he was very he was good. He was yeah. competent. You you no you believed him as Michael Jordan, which is funny because he is Michael Jordan, but you believed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, as you said, the uh, there were a number of performances by other sort of basketball players and whatnot. Yes, and they all because they all have all their basket. And not only do they have their basketball skill drained, but they can't even like do basic motor skill stuff. Yeah, and they're really funny. Like I, it was, it was kind of endearing. <laughs> as you said, you felt sorry for them. Like yeah, there's this scene with Charles Barkley where he walks by this park and kids are playing basketball and he's just like looking at them sad, like he can't play it anymore. And the kids are like, Charles Barkley, come and play. And he goes and plays, and he's terrible. He's like, "You're not Charles Barkley. You're just some like fool who looks like him." And, and you then feel, they kick him off the court. I and know, he- get out! And you feel so bad for them. Like they're just trying everything yes. to get better, and you you genuinely feel bad for them. And in the end, spoilers: when they do get their basketball mm. prowess returned, you're like, you feel really happy. Yeah, I was. Like, we were like, yeah. They go on an emotional journey, and you're on it with. And this is a subplot, so this is something that typically would, you know, would it be crammed in there to be filler or something like that. But it's it's really well developed. Yeah. Like you really, it's good. And the basketball <laughs> stars, while not all of them were perfect actors, they were they were good in their roles. And and as I said, you felt sorry for them when they lost their abilities. It was yeah. you know. And I you mean, f- Muxy Bugs is hilarious. Mm. And you felt really happy for them when they got them back. Yeah. So, and so- you believed that they. When they got their abilities back and they started playing basketball competently and, yeah. and all this kind of stuff, you were like, you, I felt that there was a transformation that had happened. It was, yeah. I got sucked in, my disbelief was suspended, and I believed it. I know. It was, it was like, it was, yeah, it was weirdly, a weirdly affecting subplot where mm. you were really invested. Yeah. For a movie about cartoons and basketball players who are not actors. Yeah. It was good. And I, I actually think it was quite a technical achievement for the time as well because. Uh, mm. t- uh, well, when we first, when you first see the Looney Tunes, it can, you're kind of like, oh, they look kind of weird because they don't. They're all 3D. They're kind of, you know, they're a little well, they're, 3D. They're, they're, they're animated, but the animation is given a 3D, uh, yeah. like a sort of, uh, it's a, it's a hand-drawn 3D sort of look with the lighting and all these yeah. kind of things. Yeah, and, and it doesn't look like what you think the Looney Tunes are going to look like, and so at first that can kind of be a turnoff. But then when they move into the real world for certain it scenes... It makes it, it look so much better. Yeah, because they're not just characters that have been slapped onto a real background, yeah. you know? It's it, like it, it felt like... And it's such a weird thing to say, because I'm sure I could be shown millions of things that would tell me this was just to sell toys, but it feels like the people who made it really actually cared about it. Yeah, and that they got what the Looney Tunes were and who Michael Jordan is, and they got they, they had the right way to insert him into this film and to portray yeah. his life and this kind so of stuff. So I would say... It's watch it again mm. if you want to. You won't have it ruined for you at all. That's a great film. Yeah, I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was so I actually, good. I found myself laughing out loud at times. Yeah, like it uh, was genuinely funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. All right, so that's a so, thumbs up. So, there. can we do the sound effect? Okay. Does Space Jam hold up? <gasps> it does. Yay! It's a great film, <laughs> and it's a great kids' film, you know, and it's yeah, yeah. yeah so. I mean. Part of me does wonder if there is, like, if kids today would get as much out of it because well, do they is, know who Michael Jordan is. This is exactly 
my point. They're not going to be in touch, I feel, as in touch with Michael Jordan as we were. So yeah. they won't... So, but I think they would still enjoy it, probably, because yeah. I still think it's a good movie. Might get them into basketball, or yeah. yeah. All right, so there you go. Space Jam, nostalgia killed. Now, we have one more. We do have one more. Now, this one's a slightly different one because this one, like with um, Stargate, except opposite, because you have never seen this movie before. Yes. I did watch this as a yes. kid. So Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Now, I did watch this as a kid. Yes. You didn't. Yes. But we both watched it. And we both have very different opinions. <laughs> so why don't you start with yours? I I get where they're coming from with <laughs> the, you know, I get that they're just two kind of silly but also sort of poetic dudes who are just chilling. They want it, you know, they're, they're lovable, they're goofy, blah, 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 blah. I, I felt the film didn't have a point. I felt, <laughs> I felt that it didn't have much by way of plot. I felt that they could have basically... There was a lot of unnecessary scenes in there, mm. which I'll go into detail later. And I also felt that... Uh, oh, what was the other thing that I felt? Was it the portrayal of the oh, historical right. figures? I felt that where they could have used the film to actually educate you and the characters about history, they didn't. They just... They didn't give a fuck. Like, they... <laughs> they... They kept... All... Like, so much of the stuff in the film is historically inaccurate. Uh, well, everything. Yeah. And it's like... They could have done the thing with Napoleon where he's not actually that short for, for his time, but they made him a midget, you know? Yeah. Or more or less. Like an unnaturally short yeah. man. And... An unnaturally... And they... You know, they turned Genghis Khan into just some, you know... Barbarian. Barbarian idiot and... Well, um, and Socrates just sort of seems like he slightly has dementia. Dementia. And he's like one of the greatest minds of all time. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I get that it's just popcorn entertainment, but I just felt that it failed in so many ways where I felt like it could have... This was this succeeded. was one of those awkward moments where while we were watching it, I kept laughing and you didn't and I felt really awkward. So tell us, tell us your thoughts about it. Well, for me, I mean, it's not that I disagree with any point you've made. In the sense of, yes, there is a lot that is unnecessary, probably. And there's a lot that's historically inaccurate. And actually, this time with watching it, there was more stuff that I found mildly offensive with mm. some of the historical inaccuracies. Yeah. Like with Genghis Khan and Joan of Arc. Yeah. I'm like, really exercising? Like, that's what she wants to do with her life? Like, yeah. ugh. But... But it was such a, that was such a thin connection as well. It was I like, know, it was so she commands weird. these... She sees these women being commanded by this exercise yeah and so she's like i will command these women and then and that's her oh, but i, think I don't to know me, man. the characters of bill and ted are so charming <laughs> i find them very charming they characters are very charming characters they're very charming yeah. both the actors keanu reeves and alex winters are great yep. they're really funny yep. and it's in my mind it's more like it's the world through their vision not a reality really based world and i just I still enjoyed it. It's just so silly. And I like them so much that it carried me through some of the harder bits that I kind of struggled with on rewatching. Harder bits. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is when they go to England to meet this woman. Okay. To, no, no. Okay, so... They're going to England to find... I can't remember who it was now. A George king? Carlin. Carlin. Yeah. George Carlin, yeah. Carlin. Uh, it, I, forgot, I thought I was getting him mixed up with another one of those. You know. <laughs> no, George, George Carlin is in the movie. George Carlin tell. Oh no! They t do they tell each other, or does George Carlin tell them about the about? Oh, the girls? they tell each other. They tell each other about the girls that they're the going to meet. The princesses. The princesses, and it seemed like that whole setup 
where they went to medieval England. Yeah. It was only there so they could meet those princesses. Because so, they didn't even bring anyone back no, with them. <laughs> they, they go to medieval England. They fuck around for, for what is the longest one scene in, yeah. or one, one, one setting in the film. And then they leave without taking anyone. And the whole point is they go to these places and they take people. And they didn't take anyone from this. <laughs> they, they, uh, they, the, the, it felt like it was just to have, uh, like, for, have a reason for that line being in there earlier in the in the well, show. Well, so that they have someone to like date later. But then, and, and then the girls band. turned up at the very very end to be in their band, <laughs> and it's it's just it does not service the plot at all. It is a big fucking roadblock to the but narrative of the story. But like, it's there's the all the funny stuff with the like they think he's dead and he's so, like. It's, I don't know. To me, it's but, like a big giant cartoon. And see, this is the other thing, though. It's like, okay, so I looked at it from a point of view. Okay, so maybe since the eighties, it's been done quite a bit. Was it the nineties or no? It's late eighties. Late eighties, I yeah. believe. Yeah. It, and, I mean, if it wasn't, that would be shocking to me. And it feels as very soon 80s. as you see the the uh, you know Ted's suit of armor lying mm. on the ground, you know he's not in there. You know he's <laughs> gone. He gets stabbed. Spoiler, but he doesn't because he's not there. And you knew it, and I know it, and because I've watched. Hundreds of cartoons and films that have done the same thing, maybe yeah. maybe before and maybe since. But yeah. I just looked at it and it wasn't a surprise for me. It was a, it just seemed like a really cliched sort of yeah. thing. So there was no drama there for me. That's the yeah. problem. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's one of those interesting ones because in this one, I'm not sure how like because it's this is a hard nostalgia killer because yeah. I'm like I think that if you liked it as a kid, you'll probably still get enjoyment out yeah, of it. Yeah. But if you've never seen it before, I don't think watch it because well, see, I, think I think watching it as an adult, it might just not be the kind of movie. My that problem up in is that, that it didn't give me anything that I didn't expect. It didn't surprise me. It actually un- it un- it undercut my expectations. Yeah. Like I, I it it. Whereas with Space Jam, there were, I walked in going like, all right, let's go. Uh, I expect this... But it could be because my expectations were lower for Space yeah. Jam that I was just like, actually, this is really good. But the thing is, I watched, it, I watched Space Jam. I rewatched it two yeah. years ago, and I still really enjoyed it. So mm. I was like, I, my expectations weren't that low on this rewatching. And then, but then with Bill and Ted, you know, it was a cult classic. Mm. And, and, uh, and people talk it, about it yeah, a lot. exactly. And so I, I went back to watch it, and, and it just it really uh, sort of hit below my expectations. Yeah. That. So... so this is going to be an interesting one because yes, okay. this is the first time I think we've actually disagreed on one of these nostalgia killers. Drum roll, Nissa, did it hold up? Yes. Matt, or you are Matt, me. did it hold up? No. <laughs> so I think it's going to depend on what you come at it, expecting what you're coming at it, wanting, yeah. and possibly if you did enjoy it as a kid, it might be one of those movies that holds up based on that enjoyment. Mm. But if you're coming at it as an adult who's never watched it before, it's just not going to do it for you. Yeah. This is why I fear watching The NeverEnding Story, Matt. I fear it because I never watched it as a kid and I'm afraid if I watch it as an adult, I'll hate it. So everyone have, will hate me. So you haven't seen it? No. You will watch it and you will be like, holy fuck, this is dark. That is what you will think. I okay. Think. I think you will appreciate it as a film, but I think you will be shocked by how dark it is. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to watch it at some point. All right, that's Nostalgia Killer. All right. Nostalgia. 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 Killer. So we will go and we will take a word from our sponsors and then we will be back. Yes. In a world where men are men. Hey, baby. And women are eye candy. (laughs) One man will have to save the world from an unknown force. What is it? I have no idea! Hell bent on the destruction. 
This summer, prepare your balls for all-out adventure. Action! A terrifying enemy. What is it? I still have no idea! And the one man who can stop it all. Hey, baby. Planet Explosion. Oh my god. I have no idea what it is. Welcome back to Dinner Party Small Talk. I'm Nissa. I am new Matt. Yes, so our next segment is something that old Matt actually brought into us through our email. Okay. Um, Kanye West has been writing this story about how he saves the Amazon. Can't... Or, or about how Kane saves the Amazon. <laughs> so, wait. So, what? It, it, uh, original stories? Yeah, it's an original story by Kanye West. That, okay. And he yeah. sent him into the show. Yeah, it's amazing. So, we read the first part last week. All and right, so, right. Um, old Matt has left the second part. Okay. So you have the second part. No, I don't. But I gave you all his notes. It's not you don't. Oh. Um. Ooh. Well, that's a bit of a... It's gone. It's just gone. Okay. Well, I mean... So, I mean, I guess we could maybe try and finish the story ourselves. Oh, all right. So, what, 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 what's happened up until this okay, point? Okay, so recap. up until this point, um, Kane... Was it North, I think? Is the greatest rapper in the world. Kane North, all right. He's um, traveled down to Brazil. He's in the Amazon with his wife, Kimberly. Okay. And she's got an amazing pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, he's, he's gone to the Amazon because at President Obama's inauguration, he interrupted him to say that William Taft was the best president ever. Of course. Um, because he had learned that the Democrats... What's the short version of this story? Because this is... Okay, so basically, Obama is going to... Where are we up to, to now? Okay, so Obama... There's been an, um, an announcement on the news that Obama is going to destroy the Amazon because okay. it's a terrorist threat, and Kanye is like... Or Kane, sorry, is like, I have to save the Amazon. Okay, so how are we going to do this? Um, so, well, we can do, like, a storytelling game. So we can do word for word. All right, okay, cool. So... Kane is now in the Amazon. Are we going to keep calling him Kane, or are we just going to call him Kanye? Well, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. Okay. Whatever feels right. All right. In the so Kane is in the Amazon. Yes. Obama's going to destroy the Amazon, and he has to save it. Okay. So we can just finish it ourselves. All right. I mean, we're as good of writers as Kanye West. If not better. But, yeah. <laughs> He's a creative genius. Oh, of course. He's the greatest rapper in America. Ever in the uh, universe, probably. All right. Do, who, who goes first? You or um, me? Um, you can start. Kane looks to his horizon and sees a giant mountain of garbage. <laughs> he wants to climb this mountain of garbage, but he is afraid that Kimberly will not survive. <laughs> Kimberly wants to fuck Kane, <laughs> but he can only do it five times more <laughs> before he explodes from 
exhaustion. <laughs> so. Kane. Fucks. Kimberly. Five. More. Times. <laughs> then. He. Climbs. The. Garbage. Mountain. And. Leaves. A. Kimberly. <laughs> Down. At. The. Bottom. <laughs> Kane. Sees. Obama. From. The. Top. Of. The. Garbage. Mountain. I've said garbage like most of the times. Obama. Is. Destroying. Something. Wonderful. And. <laughs> he. Is. Using. Heroin. <laughs> This is so much better than the first part. I just can't even. <clears throat> Kane. Says. Hey. Obama. What. The. Hell. Do. You. Think. You're. Doing. Motherfucker. That's. My. Heroin. <laughs> Obama. Looks. At. Kane. And screams like a giant hideous bear. <laughs> Obama then uses his psychic powers to control Kane and drag him down the garbage mountain <laughs> to Obama's feet. Once Kane is, is there, he tries to resist Obama's psychic powers, but he, being Obama, is too powerful <laughs> and psychic. <laughs> Kane feels like this is the end. And so he devours his own memories <laughs> and fucks Obama <laughs> five more times. And I don't know what you're gesturing at me, so I'm just going to say something. <laughs> Where are we up to? He fucks Obama five more times and... And... Uses... His... Special... Punching... Penis... <laughs> to... Destroy... Obama... The... President... And... He... Is... Destroyed. Because... Kane destroyed <laughs> I feel like we're going in circles you didn't say what I wanted you to say so I'm lost now because Kane destroyed Obama who was a evil demon yes I just wanted to establish that Obama is a demon okay <laughs> all of a sudden Kimberly appears out of nowhere she is smelling 
canes. <laughs> Hair. What a wasted <laughs> opportunity. Because fuck you. <laughs> and. She. Fucks. Kane? On. Obama's. Dick. <laughs> didn't get where I wanted to. <laughs> didn't go where I thought it was going either. Now. They. Celebrated. By. Having. Fuck. <laughs> because. I'm just saying, I'm, pre- I'm preempting what I think I want to say and then just saying it regardless of what you say. Because. 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 Kane. Saved. The. Amazon. And. He. Is. Now. A. God. Also. I'm sorry. Also. Also, Kimberly. No. <laughs> no, you have to go with it. Stop knowing my improv. <laughs> is. The. Wettest. Cheese. Ever. Been. The. End. <laughs> so I think that that pretty well rounded out Kanye's story. That was probably the loosest and most <laughs> enjoyable time I've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> Oh my god, well, that's probably going to be it for this segment. I mean, all we have... Please God, let that be it. So we're going to, I think we're going to need to take a break and... Uh... Oh, wait, wait, so uh, I, it says here on my notes that we yes. are interviewing a man called Beef Jerky. Yes, apparently he's an up and coming rap star. I actually have never heard of him, but oh, okay. he has a TV show coming out. And it says we have an ad for that TV show coming up yeah. next. It's called BJ's Love Pit. I understand it's a dating show. I, it... So, I guess so. I guess we'll just listen to the ad and have our interview. We'll be right back. Wednesday nights on TV7. Ah, uh, yeah, It's BJ's love pit, motherfucker. Bitch, you best step off. I'm gonna suck his dick. Uh, uh, I don't think so. His dick is mine. I'll kill you. It's mine. I can't. Ladies, ladies, please. Y'all both can suck my dick. Tune in at 12.45 a.m. Central to see me. Renowned rapper Beef Jerky on my never-ending adventure to find love and get my dick sucked. BJ, do you love me? Aw, yeah, bitch, you know I love you. Can you prove it? Feel this. That's how you know I love you. Aw, yeah, yeah. I I can't feel anything. Is that seriously your dick? Hey, yo, can we edit this out, eh? It's just me and 425 of America's finest bitches. Together in the Love Pit. The Love Pit. Wednesdays, 12.45 a.m. Central on TV7. And welcome back to Dinner Party Small Talk. My name is New Matt. I'm the same old Nissa. And we are about to talk to a up-and-coming rapper called Beef Jerky. Yes, so we just heard an ad. Yes. And they called him a star. A yes. A star, although... I've never heard of him before well, today, so... I've watched BJ's Love Pit, and it's pretty addictive viewing. Yeah. Mm. Well, I might have to check it out. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. I'll have the interview with him, and yeah. he'll, we'll get him to convince me to watch his show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just... I'll, I'll go get him. Okay, great. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yes? I just, I just have to post a letter. You have to, uh, you have, you have to post a letter? Yeah, so I'll just... So you can't... Okay, so I'll go yeah. <sighs> I'm always getting abandoned for these interviews. New Matt, old Yo. Matt, just the same. Oh, Who are you talking hello. to, bitch? Let's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just. I was just filling the dead air, as they say. What? 
Don't worry about it. Okay. So, Beef Jerky, <laughs> it is so nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know that much about you. Um, I'm excited to get to know you, as I'm sure all of our listeners are. So let's just get into it. Let's get to the core of who you are. All right. Yeah, great. So your name is Beef Jerky. Yeah. Where does that come from? Oh, well, you know, uh, my friends, they call me Beef, you know. They call me Beef because I'm common. I'm commoner than herd cattle. <laughs> I'm commoner than common. <laughs> I, common common himself told me that. <laughs> You've met Common. Yeah, he told me I was pretty common. Wow, I yeah. mean, that's oh, kind of a, that's mostly a compliment, yes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. What about the jerky part of it? Is it just because you're tough, or? Uh, yeah, yeah. They call me jerky because I jerk the turkey till it hurts me. <laughs> no, seriously, I got a problem with public masturbation. I've been, like, arrested, like, seven times. That, that's a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that probably gives you, like, street cred, right? Being I'm persistent. Arrested. I'm always back on the streets, you know. I never give up. I never forget where I came from, jerking it on the street corner there in a public space yeah why wouldn't you just jerk it at home there's no thrill in jerking it at home bitch well uh, um that's a second okay um <clears throat> so jerking it in public and being common i mean how yeah. does that impact on your music well you see i make music that appeals to the masses you know because i know what it's like to be one of the masses yeah and then the jerky well most of my lyrics are about masturbation specifically public masturbation right see that's interesting because i actually haven't heard much of your music um are do you have an album or have you released any singles or eps i just i couldn't find any information about that man you sound like all the rest no i don't have an album i got like seven youtube videos on my channel though and they are tight Seven YouTube videos? Seven fucking YouTube videos. Check it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, um, what's your YouTube channel? It's called Beef Jerky, motherfucker. Is it beef? Wait, I'm sorry. Was mo Is motherfucker part of the name of the YouTube channel? Or yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you were calling me motherfucker. No, but, oh. but I mean you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everyone's a motherfucker. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so what... what so your raps are common, and they yeah. appeal to the people, and your rap about masturbation. What yeah. else can you tell me about, like, where do you get your rhymes from? I just make them up, you know? I, I see things on the street that I think, like, that word goes together with that word, and I put them together, and then you got a rap. Yeah! Well, so when did you get into rap music? When I was born. Yeah! So did you start rapping this minute you started speaking? Yeah! That seems... Really unlikely. It happened. Oh, wow. Well, I'll just. You ask to... anybody. Yeah, no, I'll. You check my YouTube channel. It I'm says gonna... on my YouTube channel. You oh, get it? Okay, great. Yeah. So you're here today to obviously promote your music, but yeah. as we have just heard, you also have a TV show coming out. Yeah, BJ's Love Pit. Aw, dog. So, my first question is going to be what exactly is a love pit? Well, if you're talking about in the context of the show, it's sort of like a hole that we dug in my backyard. It's like four feet deep. It's four four. You have a four four foot deep hole in your backyard? Yeah, you know I do. And why is it the love pit? That's just a pit at this point. Well, you see, on the show, I got a bunch of women that I got to choose who's going to suck my dick, you know? And then if at the end of the week... I want to get rid of one of them, you know, shuffle them off out the back door. Yeah. We make that decision in the love pit. 
and everyone who wants to stay on the show comes out of the pit with me, and the pit gets filled in on the last person that's in there, and she gets buried alive. Wow, it's like a combination of, like, The Bachelor and The Hunger Games. It's real, dog. It's real. Yeah, so so you're looking for love on this show, or...? No, I'm looking for a BJ. You're just, you're looking for a, a BJ for BJ. You know it. That's where we, that's why they call me BJ, you know, because the show's all about sucking dick. <laughs> so, so is it only like one woman at the end is the one who gives you, performs oral sex on you? Or? Well, for like, beyond the show, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, and so how many episodes have you filmed? Like, Seven. So you have seven episodes. How many episodes are there going to be in the entire season? Like eight. Oh, so you, you're up to the finale. Yeah. So how many women do you have left to choose from at this point? Is it just down to two? or Like seven. Like, like seven? <laughs> but only one of them can win? Yeah. Well, that's going to be an action-packed finale. You know it. Yeah, so do you... Uh... It's like seven episodes in one, <laughs> bitch. You know, you... You keep calling me bitch, and I'm not a big fan of it. Sorry, what was that? I wasn't listening. It was that I would prefer if you didn't keep calling me bitch. What would you prefer I call you? Well, my name is Nissa. All right, I'll call you. I'll call you Nelly. How about that? You know what? Everyone else does. He's like my favorite. He's, yeah. He's my idol. Really, Nelly? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, Nelly's great. I mean, who else was an inspiration to you growing up? Uh, my mom. <laughs> she, she. She taught me what it should mean when someone sucks your dick. Pardon? What? What is that? I don't under... I I almost... You know what? My actually... dad. My dad was an inspiration to me. He taught me the basics of rap. Okay. So your dad is also a rapper or he... Yeah. So what, is, what does he do as for his job? Does he work He's in the music? He's a postman. Well, he was. I killed him. You killed your yeah, father? Yeah, I shot him. How? He would have wanted to go that way. It was the gangster rapper style at the time, you know. And I mean, my family, we's white. And you probably, you know... I was noticing how white you were, and, and I you was... you probably can't tell from my voice, but that's because I spent my whole life learning, learning how to be like the real gangster rappers, you know. Well, what about, like, the Beastie Boys? Like, they're rappers, and they're very successful, and they were white, and they never tried to sound black. Aw, oh, man, you know... I hear a lot about the Beastie Boys, but all I gotta say is, when did they suck my dick lately? And the answer is, never. <laughs> um, they well, never suck my dick so, lately. So, I mean, if you you spent your whole life obviously studying this particular subculture and trying to emulate it, where exactly were you raised? I was raised in Compton. Really? Yeah. We were the only white family on the block. And then you shot your father. Yeah. When you were how old? To fit in, when I was six months. You were, <laughs> sorry, you were six months old and you shot your father? Why are you laugh at that? I, do, I just... I'm, My daddy's dead! How I, disrespectful! I'm sorry, I'm You so, don't know what it's I, like being there, being the only white boy in an all-black neighborhood. No, you're right. I, I, have no, I don't know what that's like. I was just six, six months old. I used old, to have to get soot out of the chimney and black up my face. And even then, people wouldn't take to it. I would still get called, you know, racist on the street. I'm the racist? I'm the one who's being persecuted for being white. Ah, uh, Jesus, that's a lot to dissect there. Yeah, yeah, you know it is. This is my life, bitch. 
I, mm, we talked about this. This is my life, Nelly. There we you go. You bitch. No, what now, did I just say? If you listen to my YouTube, you'll hear seven videos. Seven videos detailing my upbringing on all the shit I had to go do to get where I gotta be today. It seems sort of like you've brought a lot of this on yourself to some extent. What do you mean? I mean... How dare you? What age of entitlement are we living in when you can say that to a brother? But you're not a brother. But I'm your brother. I'm white. No, but... <laughs> we're not considered a brotherhood. That, that, if we go into that realm, oh, that's pretty... Oh, I see how it realm. is. I come onto this cracker station. I get all this kind of racism from you. You don't know what it's like to grow up always wanting your dick sucked. Never getting your dick sucked. You're not wrong. Damn I right. Do not know that feeling. So well, shut you know your mouth, bitch. Mmm. You really gotta stop it with the bitch thing. Bring it. What you gonna do? I'm gonna kick you off my show. Get out. No, I don't wanna go. Well I, then, stop. I apologize. Okay. Don't do it again. I'm sorry I called you a bitch. Okay. I'm serious though. You have to stop. You're intimidating me. I'm sorry. Don't. Okay. Don't point at me like that. Okay. Just need to make myself clear. You know, I, I'm, I'm very sorry for your struggles of trying to get a blowjob your whole life, and I, I hope that this show helps. Yeah, well. So have you never experienced oral sex before? No. Huh. I okay. shouldn't be saying this, but everything on the show up until now, it's just that kind of movie trickery, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I never got my dick sucked. That's why I'm hanging on for this last episode, you know? Yeah. I'm hoping I can find myself a wife who won't just suck my dick, but she'll suck my soul, you know? I do know, you know. You know, Beef, that's what we're all looking for. Please, I prefer to be called Jerky. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Jerky, I think that's just what we're all looking for, and I think that's a really nice message. Yeah, yeah. To really, to leave the people with. So I think yeah. we'll just, we'll end on that one, we'll end on a positive, and it was really nice to meet you, and I, I wish you all the success in getting that BJ, BJ. Thanks, bitch, I appreciate it. What I, did I say? I did, I can't help it, I grew up in the hood. My mama used to call me a bitch. You yeah, that's not really my problem, maybe we shouldn't, like, keep on with the cycle. Breathing. Yeah, I'm fine. How are you? How did that go? Interesting. All right. You know, he's never had oral sex. I'm not sure if he's ever had real, uh, like, normal sort of, it just regular. Was that all you sex. talked about? No, it was just part of what we talked about. He also would not stop calling me bitch. Well, you're being a bit of a bitch. You're being a bitch. That's true. I will get an another new mat in here. Do not tempt me. I'm sorry. You know how many I have. I will just keep replacing them until you learn. I saw the room. Yeah. That's right. right. Okay, all right. All right, so this has been another uh, episode of Dinner Party Small Talk. My name is New Matt. Yes, I'm Nissa, and you can find us at facebook.com slash dinnerpartysmalltalk. You can like us there. You can write us an email at dinnerpartysmalltalk at gmail.com. And we will try to get back to your emails. We've got a, a lot of sort of emails sort of coming yeah. in, and it is hard for us to sort of reply to all of them. Yeah, but and if we you, will try you know, if best. you make any suggestions for anything that you'd like us to do, um, we might just do stuff on the show. If you have a suggestion for, like, Nostalgia Killer or anything else you'd like to hear, let or us know. Or a new segment. That's, that's you know. Yeah, yeah cool. we'll consider it. Yeah. I mean. No promises. We're pretty, pretty discerning when it comes yeah, to this kind I of mean, stuff. Yeah, I mean. We're good at our jobs. Most people, not so much. They don't have what it takes to be funny, you understand? You know, on a podcast. Yes. 
Thank you very much for listening today, and we will see you next week with another Dinner Party Small Talk. Goodbye.